Good morning, y'all. It is the first week of March, Monday morning. Yuck, Monday's right. But I am going to, it's a really positive Monday. It's sunny, it's first week of March, and spring is around the corner. So I'm excited about that. Um, the topic today, I really think this is interesting that it came up because I woke up this morning to get my eyebrows waxed. And um, while the TV was playing in the parlor, it talks about a lady who could not get a job because in a, in a Christian um, school because she got a boyfriend. And her status was she was divorced. And um, getting a boyfriend apparently was her reason to not, or was the basis for not giving her the job because she had a boyfriend. And according to religious Christian, some Christian denominations, um, getting a boyfriend after divorce, I guess they expect you to just live unhappy because of getting divorced and, and having a boyfriend apparently was not a a right example, I guess, to their denomination. But it is really funny because the past two weeks has been um, this message coming to me, especially a person who is divorced and a person who has a boyfriend out of divorce. Um, But it happened to my current fiancé as well, where in his first marriage, um, actually the church did not refuse to marry him because they considered his wife a heathen. And this topic of who chooses your love and for us to ask permission to an authority is the topic that I'd like to discuss and something that is just really troublesome. And I had this discussion with my fiance today, actually, and we are good people, good souls, and, uh, and we love the Lord. We love the Lord so much. We pray. We we really wake up every morning, really wanting to make, take the step forward to 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 just you know. We ask the question like, what can we do today to be better Christians? And we are not at any level um, very strict Christians. I mean, we like going to the casino and we like having fun, but we like a balance of morality and, and whatnot. This topic has come up, and when I heard this, it just really had me thinking. And a topic that I really want to discuss is. What is going on with these people who are leading us to God? And are we we blind to see what is happening and fearful as well? And why the fear? Why so much the fear? You know, I have a book here and I got it from from my daughters and it's called God is in the Small Stuff. And I just happened to, you know, put all these things in one day that was coming to me and and one of it says here it says god is so big that he fashioned the entire glorious world that we live in and you know he orchestrates the wild dance of of planets and universe you know universes we we've yet to explore he cares about even the the seemingly ordinary little details of your life but those two things itself just made me think the world is so big there's so much mystery. There's mystery in just a human being, in what God put into every human being. The crazy part is every human being is unique. There's not one that is alike. All their experiences in what they hear and what they see and all creates some DNA of un- uniqueness that and, and, and we are built with, with, with good and bad, but what, whatever that chemistry is, even a criminal, 
will give you such wisdom. There's something that we can all learn from each other. So my question is why and what is happening where we are making and belittling the human species or people and those most especially who have a thirst and drive to go towards God. What is happening that where is the message of of Christ, so to speak, where Christ encouraged even the harlot, even the tax collector, even where is these messages? Where where are they hiding? Because what's happening in the churches and the nominations is quite wicked. And I think um, daily, for me, I'll give you my experience. I, I was involved in a very religious uh, denomination and, and my, my love and zeal for God was very high and is still very high that I really adapted and really grew with the church and the members feeling like we were one like we were family and when this happened i had never seen such coldness and wickedness in my life of judging you for something that was not meant to be you know our marriage i can't explain it but my my i'm divorced now but there was no peace there was no love and sometimes when you are dealing with a situation like that life is too short and they forget to tell us that and there are, especially with children, when children are involved, you have to make a leap and a step to sort of find happiness. And that's where my journey took me. Regardless, there should be encouragers to bring people back and show them that God loves them. And, and so there's something going on here that why are we giving so much power to denominations or to even pastors and priests or even pastors and priests to tell us what to do or you know, we have to beg them to marry us. Something is really wrong here. And I, I don't know what it is, but I'd like to really um, discuss this. And if, if people are noticing what is going on, I mean, I run a page called Modest Inspiration and, and many people know me from there. And a lot of people have asked me what my faith is. And I'm at the point where I don't even know. I don't even want to denominate myself. I do go to Seventh-day Adventist church right now. Um, but I go in, I go for the message and we're out. But because I do not want to get deep down into um, a state where I, I, I did once do this and a lot of us do this where where we follow man and we kind of give man the authority over us not realizing that man is sinful themselves and even they struggle with things that we submit ourselves to that we're supposed to submit to God and I, I think the message I want to get to everybody that I'm also gravitating towards is stick to focusing on God let him direct you and lead you let's stop begging and asking uh, pastors priests leaders and, and and making ourselves so little this this thing just stood out to me today where it says he fashioned the entire glorious world that we live in have you ever looked outside and seen the, the the magnificence of just even a tree just go out look at a tree get a leaf and just stare at it the veins the stomatas the the everything the stems is so creatively designed that whole power is out there for you to talk to and in some way, it will talk back to you. And it has talked back to me in such magnificent ways. An example is when I prayed to have a son. I really know the time. What I was looking at, I was looking at the moon. I was standing by my window. It was about 10 o'clock at night. And I, I prayed for a son. And I felt this, the universe telling me, you, are, you have been granted a son. You know, point is, we need to get back to that. And really, we need to get back to Christ-like faith. But not the faith that judges you. And here's what I'm trying to say is that to many people like we've had an idea of or a little a little um 
how do I say it? We have an idea of what looks righteous. And a righteous person looks and walks this way. Not necessarily. Sometimes God will use the most weird as people to speak to other people. And I'm, I'm talking about going as far as someone like, 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 let me give an example, like a harlot or a, a, a stripper. So this morning I saw a, an interview from a lady who used to be a stripper. And I'm not saying that, I'm not promoting that, but I'm just trying to get us to stop judging people and God can use such people that you don't even realize to really take the world to another step of love then what we as humans are trying to control, I feel like we're controlling this love movement from spreading. And if this lady, for say, let's say she, she's a lady who has so much wisdom, she was di- she's divorced, she's trying to get a job um, in, a chur- in, a, in a Christian school, and because she has a boyfriend, she is being persecuted. Persecuted, you know, to not, to, to, because she has a boyfriend, that she will not get the work, the job. Yet she could be a voice and an example. I find when you go through divorce and when you go through these things, experience is one hell of a teacher. And um, even for me, my experience is so, so much that I have been able to bless a lot of people with, with when I speak with them, you know, to keep strong. I mean, I come from a physical abusive relationship from a, God, from a man who claimed he was godly, you know, and, and wasn't godly at all to have done what he did, um, which till today has damaged us and still damages me and the kids, but it's through my faith and my persistence of my love, my joy, my spirit that, you know, that was embedded in me that has not broken me, you know? And it's through the world and people, worldly people, so to speak, that have shown me more love than the Christian world. So my point, I guess what I'm trying to say is, guys, what is happening here? Let's discuss. Are you guys seeing the same thing? Write to me at Modest Inspiration on Facebook or my IG's Beard Lady Scylla. That's where I did some modeling, but I'm still out there. And don't judge me based on that. You know, there was a lot of people I came across when I started modeling because quite frankly, my ex left me with nothing and three children. And so you tried to grab onto a lot of avenues for, for, for sustaining and giving you a meal. So anyways, um write to me on my email wildhorsecilla at uh, gmail.com ig me beardladycilla if you or on modest inspiration i'd be glad to hear from you and if you do see what's going on here and different angles and avenues of um of how we can bring this openness and acceptance and spread the love not stop the love guys so just thought i'd get that off my chest that there's a real problem going on here as a hum- in humanity or as Christians as we speak as we say we are so let's get this conversation going and just I guess the hypocrisy in the churches that's going on so God bless you all I hope you have a good week um, one love bye bye